the, the original hothead. Yeah. That'd be that'd be Joe Dubuque, Jersey through and through. He's uh, he's a very hard-nosed guy. He will keep you as honest as anybody. You know, you know, you talk about a guy that's going out there to rip a head off, and, and it, you know, you see a lot in how he coaches uh, Pat Glory. You know, he, he instills that in his boys, and, and it comes, it's organic. Gamer, Jersey, Jersey born and bred. He's a gamer. Because the man knew how to go out there and fight. Best of the best, most clutch wrestler at 125 um, ever, really. So. What's up, everybody? We're back again, John Forster here. Episode 26, we're now right down from Jadwin. I got with me, as always, greatest mind in wrestling, Eric Winnuck. And we got two-time national champ, associate head coach from Princeton, Jody Buke. How you doing, buddy? Doing awesome, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, love it that's coming from Jadwin. Uh, should be a pretty cool episode. Jadwin, which uh, many don't recall, used to be the home. People say they want to go to Atlantic City now. Back in my day and before, it was we got to make Jadwin um, for the Jersey State tournament. So a lot of history in Jadwin. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was twenty years. Yeah, twenty years it was in Jadwin, and I think it was uh, moved over there like either ninety three or ninety four. Yep, it was, it was from Jadwin. Yeah, it was near the end of my career in high school. So, um, so Joe, why don't we jump right into it? Because obviously, one of the big reasons we want to have you on is the rise of Princeton wrestling. Um, and last year, first time ever, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. You had two national finalists. We'll get into those guys in a second, and they're both returning to the squad this year. So, why don't you just talk to us a little bit about the outlook for the next coming year, whether you can build on what you guys kind of put together last year. Yeah, uh, we're really excited about this team. Um, we feel like this could be the best team ever in Princeton history. Um, I mean, Princeton's had some great teams in the past, but we really feel like this is a team that can win another Ivy League championship, um, contend to win the EIWAs, and, and you know, put national champions, uh, you know, on the top of the podium. So, Again, I, we're really excited. Plus, you know, obviously we're returning everybody from last year's team. Uh, and then we have uh, a little bit of an influx of, of some freshmen and some talented uh, underclassmen that weren't in the lineup last year. So, you know, again, it's really uh, an exciting time. Uh, and, and, I, and I think we have the guys who can deal with that uh, type of expectation. Um, it's something that we've talked about in the recruiting process. These are the things that we want to do here at Princeton. So we feel like we have the team uh, that can really embrace that type of expectation and, and kind of chase down those goals. Nice, nice. And you're, you're talking about national champs. I mean, let's, let's talk about uh, your weight class, 125. You got a good one in there, Pat Glory, made it to the national finals, had the best walkout song from the national finals, I would say, you know, that was a good one. Why don't you talk about him? I know he's, he's has some uh, big hopes this year with Spencer Lee coming back and, and, you know, your influence with him at, as being a 125 pound. Uh, yeah, Pat's a, you know, he's a different breed, man. Um, it, it's funny. I think we're very compatible. Um, we're pretty similar uh, personality wise. So I think that's why we kind of like, uh, you know, really gelled right off the bat, um, even in the recruiting process. So um, he's, uh, man, he, he, he's on or off, man. That kid, like when, when it comes to competition, he is, he's the guy you want. Um, he loves it. He loves, he loves the spotlight. He wants the biggest match. He wants the best guy. Uh, he wants a packed arena. So um, for him, you know, obviously he, he uh, accomplished some sub goals, 
Um, obviously, the, the ultimate goal was to be a national champ. He fell a little short of that. But, man, I mean, the things that he had to overcome just in the last two weeks of, um, of the season, uh, it, it's just, you know, the adversity that he dealt with was, was pretty amazing. Uh, and the fact that he can flip a, a result, you know, going from, you know, almost getting teched in the EIWA finals to, to beating that guy and going on to the, to the national finals. I mean, again, it's, it's a testament to how tough he is. Um, he, I speak, I speak about it all the time. He's one of the most coachable kids uh, I've ever dealt with. Um, so, I mean, that's why he can take direction. Uh, again, we, we, we do something on a Tuesday, he's implementing it on a Friday. Um, and that's just, again, I think that goes to the, the trust that he has, not only in myself, but the other coaches uh, on staff. So um, it's, you know, I, I, he does have big goals, man. He's got big goals. And I know Spencer Lee is there, but Pat loves it. Like, I, I think if Spencer Lee wasn't there, I think it would almost be kind of like a downer for him. You know, I think I think he wants it like if he's going to be a national champ, he wants to beat the best guy. Um, and that's you know, that's what he's looking forward to. So, you know, he's he's got work to do just like anything, you know, like where where he ended up uh, last season means nothing this season. He knows he knows that coming into the season, uh, nothing's gifted to you. So he's going to be working his ass off and and trying to chase down that national title. Yeah, and speaking of time, big time wrestlers, and obviously another national finalist, I think of you know the all American families of wrestling. Obviously, the Mondays come to mind to this day. The '88 Olympic team still kind of resonates in my brain. But why don't we talk about Quincy Monday and how he came on strong last year? I think he was a fifth seed, made it to the finalists. He's bumping up to 65 with David Carr this year. Um, but when we talk about that performance last year and what you expect out of him going to 2023, so. Uh, yeah, Quincy, man, he, he's made jumps every single year he's been in this program. Um, his freshman year, he, you know, had some big wins, um, but then wound up going 0-2 at the NCAA tournament. He was very disappointed with that showing, uh, and I think that kind of uh, kind of catapulted him into that next year as a sophomore. Um, he wound up going to uh, the NCAAs. He was the fifth seed. He only had like a, you know, a handful of losses. You know, again, I think he was ended up like ranked sixth in the country. Um, unfortunately, he didn't get a chance to wrestle in that NCAA tournament. And then, you know, two years later, he, um, you know, for his junior campaign, I think he just put a lot of things together. And he really started to to believe uh, just mentally that he's he's the best guy. I mean, he's an unbelievable athlete. Uh, he is ungodly strong. Um, and again, I think it's just the self-belief that he might not have had as a freshman that he definitely had last year. Um, such a great kid, hard worker, um, you know, and again, I, I say hard worker. It's like, that's, everybody's got to be a hard worker at this point. It's like, you, you got to have, a, you got to be a, a hard worker. Uh, but I, he's another guy who I think loves the spotlight, loves to compete. That's, that's what you need at this level you got to want to love competition. You got to want to love it. It's like, if you love training, yeah, that's great. But what does that do? I mean, you came, you, you know, guys come to college wrestling to win national titles, to be all American, you know, all Americans and, and, you know, win big time dual meets and you got to love the competition, right? It's like, just because you're a hard worker doesn't mean anything. 
Um, so uh, we've been really stressing that to our guys. And I think they're really buying into that philosophy is like, you gotta, you gotta love being in the environments that we're putting you in. You gotta love to be at, uh, you know, Carver Hawkeye arena with 15,000 people. Like if that worries you, or if that scares you, man, this, this, this ain't the place for you. This just ain't, um, and so, it's a sport, Joe, you know, you, you keep talking about loving the sport. And, and this is one of the hardest, most grinding sports on the planet. Um, and I swear there's sports at the NCAA, even the professional level, just with your pure athleticism, you can kind of walk through and still be successful. I think you're absolutely right. I think in this sport, if you don't have that true love for it, no matter how damn good you are, it's just too much of a grind. You're just not, you're going to fail. So no, I, I hear you hundred percent. I think that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Um, and- and you're talking about, you know, wrestling in front of these big crowds. One thing with Princeton, you know, and I, I love what you guys are doing there, Chris, Chris Ayers and, and you guys, you're, you're promoting wrestling. I'm loving the, the little clips you got out there. But, but why don't you tell us about that poster last year? That was a good poster. What was the inspiration uh, behind that one? That was a, a good poster. So, uh, so every year we, we try and come up with like a unique uh, season theme. Uh, something that we can kind of rally around. Um, but it also, we like, we want to have it, you know, mean something, right. And it, and it be unique to that team. So last year was, un- last year's was unfinished business. Uh, and again, I think that that was coming off of the NCAA tournament. We weren't able to, to wrestle in, right. So it's like, you know, we didn't get that next season, you know, Ivy league um, canceled all sports uh, that following year. So, so last year was really, we had unfinished business, you know, like even though we won an Ivy league title, which was awesome, we did some really cool things, but man, we were posed to, to have one of the best NCAA finishes in program history. And we didn't have that opportunity to do that. So unfinished business. Uh, then we had, you know, again, we're, we have our national qualifiers. They're in kind of like a business room on, um, it's one of like, just like one of the meeting rooms in, in, in Prince on Princeton's campus. And, uh, you know, Quincy's in a, in a, <laughs> in a suit. Uh, and then the other guys are in kind of like, um, you know, our, our warmups and, and we have all of our, uh, big matches, you know, and, and kind of, you know, the graphic artist, our guy who does the posters is amazing. I've been, we've been using them for like nine years now. So he's done a pretty, he takes my crazy ideas and he brings it to life. So it's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, we had like kind of all, all our big matches and, and kind of everything was, you know, pointing to the NCAA tournament. Uh, so, so that was kind of our, um, I guess, inspiration for that. And then Coach Ayers, you know, he, he, you know, he's a, he, he's a 70s guy, but, you know, he, uh, he grew up, you know, in the 80s. So uh, Risky Business was, was a big uh, movie at that time and there's some uh references to princeton you know he's actually um uh, tom cruise's character is trying to get into princeton so we kind of tied it in just we'd like to do some cool things unique things like we, we want to be different uh honestly we feel like majority of wrestling programs are boring <laughs> to be honest with you they they just do the cliche stuff and it's kind of boring and we just try and be different like that's like if you're going to come to princeton you're coming for a different experience. Like, and that's, and that's, and we lean into that. Now, listen, Joey, I love the poster, but I'm going to, you know, walk you over here real quick. (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, looks a little, a little similar there. Right. (laughs) One day John Saatchi, you know, in the boardroom, 
national Don, are you claiming copyright infringement or what i i don't know man so that was, uh, so john i mean again i i mean I, I don't even know if i was born when that poster was uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh i remember so when we when we released the poster you shot me a screenshot or a picture of that poster and you're like it looks good i like i like where your guys uh see the <laughs> so it was pretty cool yeah well you uh, might have to use good stuff. Oh, hey guys hey Hold on a sec. I'm sorry. Aaron's judge just hit his 60 second home run. My wife had to come down and tell wow. me. Good stuff. Breaking news at breakdown from the Breaking barn. There you news. go. Okay. So we're big Yankee fans here. So nice. good stuff. Good stuff. So I'm going to give it to you, Joe. I mean, I love it. I like the throwback uh, to Rutgers. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm going to put it right on air. If you guys either do, what do I got here? I got a, if you guys are on a wood pile this year. <laughs> Uh, right or you guys are with these big dogs <laughs> listen one or the other i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna put this right out here break down from the barn one or the other the month of the Rutgers princeton match i'll throw quincy monday on the breakdown of the barn profile pick <laughs> you know uh i'm I, i'm gonna disappoint you we're, we're not gonna be on a wood pile or there's we're not going to be on any uh, porches or anything like that, running with big dogs. Um, it's, you know, I can't really, I can't, can't give out. out the got something in yet. store though, right? Got something so, in Yeah, uh, but we will be revealing that probably next couple of weeks. Um, nice. So nice. it's cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, so getting things going again, um, we like to obviously on the show, Joe, we want to promote New Jersey wrestling and how big it is here for us to talk about that. So why don't we kind of talk about Grapple the Garden, um, a big event coming to Jersey. I know something John and I are very excited about. So why don't you give your perspective of that great event coming up and your thoughts? Uh, I think it's really good. Um, it's, you know, obviously the, um, it, it used to actually be in Madison Square Garden, you know, like the Grapple at the Garden. Yep. I thought that was a great experience going in there. Uh, it was cool for us uh, to go into New York City. Um, also good for us. A lot of our alumni are working in New York City, so it was really cool for them to come out and watch us. Um, but then, you know, moving to the Prudential Center, I think it's awesome. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Jersey guy through and through. Uh, it's, it's literally like probably 15 minutes from where I grew up. Um, so to go up there and wrestle Wisconsin and wrestle Michigan State, um, it, it's it's exactly what we want, right? It, we're wrestling Big Ten teams. We're wrestling really tough teams. Um, and we're doing it in the Garden State. So I, I really hope that they continue to do this. Um, I think it should be good. I mean, there's no reason why there shouldn't be a great crowd there. Uh, it's before the high school season gets started. Um, so, again, I think if, if – uh, if people, if New Jersey talks that big game on how much they love wrestling and how much they support wrestling, then they should be getting behind these events. Uh, they should be coming to, you know, Princeton home matches. Obviously, they go to Rutgers matches, Ryder matches. So, you know, again, I think we're very passionate um, state for wrestling. And I think it's I think it's great. I, th I think it really is great for everybody involved. Yeah. And when you think about uh, you're talking about the Big Ten being there, but, you know, obviously Rutgers is the Big Ten. But to me, just as exciting as the Big Ten matches is the actual Princeton Rutgers matches, you know, 
for me, I think about the Klodzik and Ashnaut rivalry, but the back and forth. And I, I still remember this day being on uh, on the Rutgers football field when you know Ashnaut lost to Klodzik, and then Rutgers had the big comeback to win, you know, take the trophy back. And then Ashnaut comes back, and that. And I'm not going to get into the details, but we remember the big, you know, memorable, uh, you know, match at uh, at Rutgers. But why don't we talk about you know that big Ivy Trophy and, and whether you guys, you know, you're talking about the program you got, you got two national finalists coming this year. Can you take that trophy back? And why don't you talk about the excitement of that Princeton Rutgers rivalry? Yeah, we plan on taking that trophy back. I want that thing back in my my office. I want to stare at that thing for for a year. Um, I it's it's good. I mean, you know, Rutgers is always a good, passionate match. Um, again, it's it's a bunch of Jersey guys that are that that want to win um, and that think their programs are better. So it, it brings out uh, it brings out a ton of energy. Um, it's, it's almost like, you know, I lose my mind every, every match. It's funny. I go back and, and the first time we were at the rack when it, when, you know, they went big 10, um, and you know, they had like 5,000 people and I forget, I went to the head table. I was arguing about something and some guy, you know, goes, sit down, Joey, nobody cares what you got to say. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I look, I'm like, I think I knew the guy. I think I knew the guy. Like, I'm like, what the hell? I was like, I was like, I'm from New Jersey. I was like, this is my state, you know. So, um, so that, but that's great, and I love it, you know. Like, that's something like, like, I wasn't even mad about it. It was almost like, God, I freaking love this, you know. And I, I love New Jersey fans. Um, and I think uh, we be we we pushed each other, uh, program wise, you know. It's you know we we're not always we're not really um, you know, we don't cross paths in the recruiting, you know, on the recruiting path, you know, paths. It, 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 we're looking for different athletes, you know, it's just, you know, guys who want to go to Princeton are looking for a different experience. Guys who want to go to Rutgers are looking for a different experience. So we, we don't even really cross paths in, in that respect. Um, but we, they want to beat us, right? They they want to they want to make it that they're the number one Jersey school, and we want to make it that we're the number one Jersey school. So uh, it, it's great competition. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's you know it, it's it's all in fun. I mean, I try not to take too many things personal. I mean, again, I'm a guy from North Jersey, so it's sometimes hard for me. But uh, you know, I think it's a great rivalry. Uh, I love the fact that we have a trophy and, and it means something, right? I think that's something that's, that's important that these things like continue on, um, you know, Rutgers had, had our number for God, who knows, 25 years what was the last time we beat them. So, you know, it, it's good to, to get those wins and to compete against a team like Rutgers. It's, it really is. It's good for both programs. Yeah, and I think, Joe, you talk about the rivalry. I think it's also important that Rutgers and Princeton are both relevant now on the national stage. You know, when you're getting to NCAA tournament, there's where both teams are going to have guys out there making a run for All-Americans, making a national title run. So I think it just adds to it, that rivalry, the fact that both programs have come up so big. So I think that's that just adds to me to the, to the lore of the matchup. Yeah, and you, you talked about the um... – the, the rack and, and the experience there. We had a question that came in from uh, this one came from Pat Higgins, former Penn state wrestler. He, he asked, um, you know, what was the biggest uh, venue that you, you competed, uh, competed in as both an athlete or as a coach? What, what, what would you give to that? Uh, so 
the I would say the biggest venue, uh, obviously outside of the NCAA tournament, is probably going to be Carver Hawkeye. Um, yeah. That place, that was it was pretty awesome, you know. And to to quiet a crowd of twelve thousand people is probably the the one of the best feelings I've ever had. Um, so that was really cool experience for me. Heavyweight, like right? What's that? Heavyweight. That was a good one. Yes, yeah. it was heavyweight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, that, yeah, that was pretty cool too, you know, um, you know, having our guy, you know, silence the crowd pin, you know, Cassiope, yeah. uh, but just, you know, for me as an athlete, when I was at Indiana, when yeah. we, uh, when we wrestled there, it was, it was, it was wild, man. They were, you know, they were, they're passionate, you know, and, and you couldn't hear yourself breathe in that place. I mean, it was, it was crazy. So, uh, Carver Hawkeye as a, um, as a, uh, as a, as an athlete, but I would say probably one of the coolest things was probably the battle at the birthplace. Uh, when we wrestled at Rutgers stadium, that was such a cool, like awesome. it, it was just yeah. a cool environment and everything came, everything came into place. I mean, it was 62 degrees on a, in November and then literally six hours later, it's snowing. <laughs> for the football game yeah. it, it, like so many things just kind of fell into place for for that match to to do and you know we want to be in the the second uh the second largest dual meet crowd ever uh which is again it's something that's pretty cool for us to to sit down and say hey we work hand in hand with Rutgers to put something together for fans of New Jersey and we put on a great match I mean you know like you said Eric that came down to, you know, the last, the last yeah. match, you know, I think they won like 18, 15. Uh, yeah. It was a great back and forth. I mean, that's, that's the type of experience that, that, you know, changes little kids lives, you know, where they go there, they're seven years old, eight years old, new to wrestling. And they go and watch something like that. And they're like, Oh, I want to go and wrestle at Princeton. I, I want to go and r- wrestle at Rutgers. So, so it, I would say those two are, are it for me. Yeah. And speaking of environments, another question from the fans is how excited are you, uh, Joe, to get back at Jadwin this year? Well, very, very excited. I mean, we were we were in Jadwin last year, but majority of our matches weren't we didn't have fans. So now we have all fans. Um, All of our matches are now in Jadwin, which is uh, this is the first year for that. Um, We're one of, I think, five or six ticketed sports at Princeton. So that's a very big deal. Um, it, and I think, again, it's a testament to what, you know, what we've done with the program and, and the, the progress we've made, uh, you know, in the 10 years that I've been there. And then obviously the 16, uh, years that Chris has been there. Um, and it's awesome, man. I mean, we're selling season tickets. We have, uh, alumni who are, who are excited to get back in and, and watch us compete. Um, and, and I, I'm really excited to see if we can get new fans, you know, I mean, that's, that's the way we build this program is, is we have a brand of wrestling that we feel like is going to, uh, is going to win over fans, you know, yeah. like wh- wherever we, wherever we wrestle, whether it's in Jadwin or some other place, we feel like when we leave those matches, win or lose, we're, we're bringing new fans. I think we're, we're, we're bringing new fans into the program. Uh, and that's what we want to do. Um, I think if, if our guys buy into that, they're going to be super successful and we're going to have a great program. It's tough. 
Excellent. So, so uh, you talked about, you know, silence in Iowa as a competitor, uh, you know, your style, very hard nose, gritty in your face. Why don't you talk about you, you as an athlete developing that style? How did you, how, how did that come about? Uh, you know, I mean, again, I'm, I'm a North Jersey kid came from a blue collar family. So, uh, and I was always the smallest kid. So uh, right away, I had a huge chip on my shoulder. Um, I played football, baseball, you know, I, again, I'm playing with kids who are, you know, foot taller than me, you know, a hundred pounds heavier than me. I didn't care. Uh, so I, I think I just developed that toughness when I was younger. Um, and I always wanted to prove something to the coaches that I was either, you know, the hardest worker or the toughest kid. Like that was something that drove me. Like I, I, I liked it when kids, I liked it when coaches were saying like, Hey, look at Joey, man. He's, he don't care. He's got no fear. And that, like, I was like, yes, I don't have any fear. (laughs) Um, So I think it it started as a young age uh, for me in that. And then once I got into wrestling, um, it was actually a a thing where I'm like, Oh, I get to wrestle this guy who's the same weight as me, same size as me. I'm like, this is great for me. Um, So I think it just has developed. And, and just with my personality, I, I, it's funny. It's like outside of wrestling, I'm not, uh, I'm not like, I, I don't really care about the spotlight. Like I'm not drawn to it, but man, once I stepped on that mat, I was like, I love this. This is like, I'm like born for this. Um, so the, the, the spotlight where people were on me and, and all eyes were on me, I think that was something that, that I craved and I, I really enjoyed. Uh, so the competition thing was never, I never got nervous. Like I, or I, I got nervous, but it wasn't to the point where it really affected the way I wrestled. Um, so I, I just think that was kind of unique to, to my, my other experiences of, of being a baseball player, being a football player where, you know, I'm on a team and it, it's about the team, which is great. You know, I love, I love those sports, but wrestling just, it just had, it just hit something different for me. Yeah. And we just interviewed uh, Reese Humphreys a week ago. He said you were the most clutch 125 pounder of all time. So um, yeah, a lot of that goes that, that mindset, right. Um, Developing that mindset. Yeah. So, okay, Joey, I got one last question for you. All right. This one, this is a big one. We're going to go back, you know, November 29th, 2003. Um, you know, people, people say, you know, people didn't come out to the barn, but that night, the barn, you know, for those of you who don't know, breakdown from the barn named after college Ave Jim, that place was packed. And there were a lot of people to see you, but a lot of Rutgers fans came that, you know, that was after I graduated, I came with the crew that night. We had a, a, a you know, packed house, um, you know, Rutgers looking to get their first big 10 win of all time versus Indiana. You know, they had, uh, you know, the, John Sachi, they set up so that the main event was 125, the Joe Dubuque show coming out and um, wrestling, you know, a freshman, freshman, Mark Rosenfeld, 500 record going out there. He had to go the distance for Rutgers to get their first ever um, first ever win. You needed a pin. There was some chatter, you know, a couple of weeks ago on the on our uh, Facebook page about that match said you were going to rip his arm off. But he survived. He survived. He did it. You know, he survived. Got Rutgers their first Big Ten win. So what, what do you remember about that night? And, um, you know, how did Mark Rosenfeld get that done? Well, let's go back. So um, so I convinced I convinced Coach Goldman to go out to Jersey. 
right? And we wrestled Ryder first. Uh, and then later on that night, we went up and we wrestled Rutgers. Um, so, you know, I mean, me, I'm like, yeah, we're going to beat both teams. You know, I mean, that's just that's just my thinking, right? Um, we had a young team at that time. Uh, I think we had like, man, I think we had like three or four freshmen in the lineup. Uh, probably another couple of sophomores. I think the oldest guy was probably a junior. Actually, no, we had one senior or or maybe two seniors. Um, so I was like, man, this is going to be a great homecoming, you know, come away, you know, get two dual meet wins, be in New Jersey for a couple of days. Um, and then, you know, we got beat by Ryder. Uh, I think we got, I think we got beat pretty good. I think me and probably three other guys were probably the only ones who won. Um, then going up to Rutgers. So comes down to me, right? So they're actually, uh, they're actually winning by five. So, uh, Rutgers is winning by five and I either need to get a tech or a pin pin will win it outright. Obviously the tech, if I got the tech, I think we actually had criteria. So we would have won. Now I did get the tech, but the rules back then were, you had to get a set of back points for it to actually count as a five-point tech. And I was not the <laughs> most uh, efficient guy on top. So I was always trying to, you know, any way I'd get back points was usually a double leg to the guy's back. So I was kind of putting on a show at first, you know, taking them down, letting them up, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, my coach was like, yo, you got to you, you got to put him on his back. You got to either get a pin or you got to get some back points. So then I actually started to try and, you know, take him to his back. But Mark was he was bellying down pretty quick. He was giving up those takedowns pretty quick. Uh, me and Mark, I mean, go back. I, I never wrestled him in uh, in high school, but he was in my weights. Uh, I think we were in the same weight two out of the four years uh, at, you know, in high school. You know, he wrestled, he wrestled tough. I, I think he was a true, I don't know if he was a true freshman and I was a redshirt freshman. Uh, I forget what the deal was, but, you know, I, I was, I kind of, I might've played it a little bit too, uh, too cool at first uh, where I should have probably, you know, just tried going, going after it. But Mark was actually pretty flexible too. So I don't know if you remember that he had some really gooey shoulders. So he was a hard guy to put on his back regardless. Um, but yeah, my coach reminded me, uh, at the end of the match that, uh, I should have been going for back points earlier. Um, so I will definitely take that loss. Uh, I will take that on me, but I will say if the, if the rules changed or if the rules were, they were now, I would have got the tech. Hey, hold up though. I got the box score right here, Joey. Do I will you? show you 22 to 10. You know, we come, we do the research on on breakdown from the burn Joe Dubuque decision. I did not get the tech. Mark Rosenfeld, 22 to 10. Uh, 22 to 10. I think your story is right because I remember you were cranking him. You were cranking his arm, couldn't get him over. He survived 22 yeah. to 10. So yeah, Mark Rosenfeld, you know, he came on, he got, you know, he did his job. He went out there against the great Joe Dubuque, 22 to 10. He survived the, the seven minutes. Joe. Great having you on the show, What's man. Up, Great having you. Follow Princeton. We, we love Princeton wrestling. You know, we, we we're not just a Rutgers podcast. We we do it all. We talk Princeton, Ryder, all those guys. So we'll be following you throughout the year. Make sure you guys follow us. Breakdown from the barn. You know, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Yeah, uh, YouTube. 
Spotify. Follow us. Give us a follow. We'll be, you know, we'll be all throughout the year. And uh, talk to you guys later. Great show. Appreciate it, guys.